Welcome to Victorious Living. So knowing Him, we find Him to be all we need in our earthly walk. We will find Him to be a big God, and we will walk in the fullness of the life that God is brought or God is within us. If we only know there is a God, but do not know Him as to who He is to us, our life will be shaped with limits and restrictions and confined to the smallness of our thinking. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us the joy of knowing God. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares the joy of knowing God. If we know God as to the fullness of who He is to us, our faith will thrive, doubt and fear will be removed, and joy will take their place. Let me say it again. If we know God, if we experience God as to the fullness of who, who He is to us, our faith will thrive, doubt and fear will be removed, and joy will take their place. And so, you know, you may think this morning, I don't know that you do, but you could think, well, I sure don't have no joy, man. I faced a tough situation. Count it all joy. Do you know where I'm going on that verse? Count it all joy. When you fall into divers, testings and trials or temptation. What? For the trying of your faith works patience. And patience works what? That we would have the perfect work. Come on, John the Methodist, come on. That you may be complete, perfect, and entire, wanting nothing. Isn't that good? Wanting nothing. How many of you here this morning have ever wanted anything? We all have, haven't we? You wanted to stay in the bed this morning. I had that want too. I just want you to know that. I wanted to just lay in the bed. There are certain things we want for in life. And so we all do that, come through those things. But no temptation has taken you. Somebody quote the verse for me. No temptation has taken you, but what is common to man, or in that correct, there is what is common to Jesus. He, knew, he went through every test, every trial, every difficulty, every situation that you will ever go through in this life here. And guess what he did? He came out on the other side, victorious. Then he took your sins and iniquities. Then he took your infirmities. Then he took everything that the adversary had brought against your life. He took it on himself and he paid the price. And he paid the price. And he paid the price. Amen. 
So knowing him, we find him to be all we need in our earthly walk. We will find him to be a big God and we will walk in the fullness of the life that God is brought or God is within us. If we only know there is a God, but do not know him as to who he is to us, our life will be shaped with limits and restrictions and confined to the smallness of our thinking. Amen. I'm going to read that again. This is what it said. If we only know that there is a God, but do not know him as to who he is to us, our life will be shaped with limits and restrictions and confined to the smallness of our thinking. He is able to do, did we, did we quote this scripture? And he is able to do, there you go. And he's able to do. So we say sometimes, well, I know God is able, but here's what will fit in there. Sometimes I say we people will fit in there if he's willing. Why would God put something on Jesus in my place and as my substitute and then tell me I can't have what he purchased because he did that for me. So he's able to do, one more time, please. And he's able, so hold it, hold it, put a comma there. Okay. If I cannot believe that God is able. Now what makes me think that God is able? Okay, think about it. Who created this earth? Can you do that? No. He is, but God was able. So God now is able to take care of what you believe him for. Amen. 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 Come on now, don't, don't go sleep on me. He's able to do for me what he took for me in, in, uh, in, his, what, yeah, in my place. He took my penalty. He, he, he took my penalty bore the penalty, paid the penalty, paid the price for me. And why would he do that if he didn't want me to have what it brought to me? So when we say that, well, I know God's able, but is he willing? Read the book. He's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can what? Ask or think. How big is your thinking? See, a lot of times life in itself will cause God to become small in your thinking. Things that the enemy brings against us that are not pleasant. And we look at that and don't read what God has done for us. Then God becomes small in our thinking. And what we'll do, and I say we people, what, what people will do, they'll just put that over, well, that was the will of God. Read the book. We find the will of God in the book. Not in what I think. Not what you think, but what God thinks. Amen. All right. So if we only, knew, if we only know there is a, a God, but we do not know him, do not experience him as to who he is to us 
or to our life, to us, our life will be shaped with limits and restrictions and confined to the smallest of our thinking. Would you rather have pleasures in this life as opposed to having the joy of eternal life? No, that does not, again, I, I repeat myself, that doesn't say you can't have a good time in this life. But if that's all you're doing and you're not looking into this one over here where Jesus is at, then that's all you're going to have to put to bring before God. Okay. Now, go with me to numbers here real quick, real quick. Just as quick as your fingers will work you through your Bible or your eyes will fasten upon the screen. We're going to talk about the 10 spies. You remember when Moses and then was going across and Joshua was going across uh, into the promised land. Before they did that, they sent out how many spies? 12 spies, one person each from each tribe, one person from each tribe there. And so the 12 tribe, the 12 spies went out over there and found out, listen, found out, well, hey, that's just what God told us way back in Egypt. We see what God told us when we were back there in Egypt. God said he's going to give us a land, take us to a land that is flowing with milk and honey. And so when those spies got there, they saw that. Hey, that's what God said. That there's a land that he's prepared for us that's flowing with milk and honey. How many of you like honey? I'm not talking about your wife or your husband, but I'm talking about bee honey. Beehive honey. So when they got there, they saw it with their eyes. Well, if I can just see it, I'll believe it. How many times you ever heard a person say that? That is absolutely the pit of doubt and unbelief. If you can't believe it before you see it, you don't have the right kind of faith. And so they got there, the 12 spies got there and they saw all of that. You know, they, they saw these grapevines and on, the, on, the, on these vines, there were clusters of grapes. Can't you, you know, grape, how big? And what did they do? They cut it down and it took two men to carry the cluster. One cluster among many clusters. It took two men. Now you can do it with your finger at the grocery store. I saw somebody the other day, not the other day, back some time ago. Huh? You've seen it probably, huh? They were there with the grapes and they one by one, they were eating the grapes. They were eating the grapes. They were eating the grapes. These grapes are about that size and they were eating them. Then they were zipping it right back up. But they, I, don't, I don't think they zip them up anymore. Huh? Sometimes they do. And so they were eating and I guess they were hungry, didn't have any breakfast or whatever. I don't know, I would have bought it for them, you know, but I, I didn't think about it. And so, but these guys have got this cluster of grapes, two men. But guess what? There was 12 doubters in the crowd. You're going to always find some doubters in the crowd. Are you one of those? You always find doubters in the crowd. 
I want you to just think just for a moment. Don't look at your husband. Don't look at your wife. Don't look at your friend. To determine if you're a doubter or a believer, answer that in your own heart. And so, you know, sometimes I hear people say, when, when a preacher gets to preaching real good and gets off on maybe something and, and you're sitting there by somebody and saying, what'd you think about that? That's good, isn't it? They're looking at somebody else rather than themselves. Amen. You didn't know it was going to be this quiet on Sunday morning, did you? It's a good quiet. Who said that? Amen. It's a good quiet. Okay. Amen. I'm going to get you out of here, so don't get nervous. <laughs> Ten spies. Listen, listen. Ten of the twelve spies did not know him as a big God. They doubted what he had, God had told them. Ten spies were doubters and unbelievers. What are we today? But there were two in the crowd, in these 12 spies, there were two that believed what God had told them without, without having to see it. And so they went, up, they went up there to get a sample, you know, and come back, you know, for, with a cluster of grapes. So let's it's our hope that today's message, the joy of knowing God, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, please request Offer 16. Today's offer number is 16. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.